Number eight, they gaslight. Gaslighting is simply this, y'all, denying another person's reality. You may be the victim of gaslighting when at some point in the relationship, you feel like you need to record conversations. Because they always say this. I never say it that. I don't do that. Every time we have a debate or an argument and I say, well, you did this and you say that you said that they always say, I don't do that. I didn't say that. To the place where you say the only way to get through to them is to record what they said to prove it. Here's a problem with recording. A narcissistic person will take what they said and still make you feel like that's not what they said. They make you feel like your reality is not a reality at all. They make you feel insane. Today's episode is sponsored by the Lighthouse Cookie Shop. Founded by Miss Sandra Powell. Miss Sandra Powell bakes homemade cookies with love and joy. Her recipes are dear to her because they are multi-generational, left to her by her very own mother. Mm-hmm. Her bestseller is the are the icebox cookies, in which customers describe as delicious and the best midday and midnight snack. Get your cookies today. Whatever you do, don't forget to be a lion. Too easy. You may be dating or married to a narcissist, and it is a miserable uh, relationship if you are. And I want to try to give you some uh, understanding about the narcissistic personality traits, why they do it, where they get it from. Narcissists, get this, narcissism or narcissist comes from a Greek mythological character called Narciss, who looked into a pond and saw him his own reflection and became obsessed with it that he did not leave the pond. And this is where that um, trait really, this is the defining, um, the definition or the defining trait of narcissistic characteristics. They are self-absorbed and they are, Uh, consumed with their own desires in their own way. Don't miss this. Narcissists, they are not, they are not born, but they are made. And this is where um, the parents come in. If you ever ask yourself, well, how do you become a narcissist? Typically, it has something to do with how a person is raised. And it is the overindulging of a child. You can you constantly give them credit for just achievement. Now, pay attention to that, y'all. You constantly give your child credit for just their achievements. You focus on their appearance. You focus on everything being the best. You're going to look the best, have the best things, be the best player on the team, be the best student in the in your entire class. You're going to make the best grades. You that's overindulging, but you underindulge in their emotional um, development and their character development. So everything is about their performance and nothing is about their personality. There is no investing um, in their personality and in their person. So what happens is when a parent is uh, when a person, when a parent is unconsciously developing a narcissistic child, uh, you tend to uh, you're only there in their lives or present in their lives when they are when there are achievements and accomplishments and anything else 
you're not really involved. So when they want to spend time with you, don't have time. But when it's time for them to perform, you're always, you make yourself readily available. And so this in turn, it creates a narcissistic person. Not only that, some of the things that will happen, if in fact you are the parent that screams in public, goes to the school, cussing the teachers out, you scream and uh, you demand that you shouldn't have to stand in line and you mistreat people in public and your children are seeing that, Here's uh, here's something something specific. You're acting irate in public, screaming at teachers, screaming at flight attendants, saying things like we shouldn't have to wait in line, etc. You if your children see that they will or possibly become narcissists. A narcissistic person is very thin skinned and fragile. They are upbeat in their personality. They have a lot of energy. The successful narcissists, they have found ways to get people on their side because they have a mission to aggrandize themselves. So they are really good at drawing people to themselves. Get this. They do not care about people. They're on, they only have an agenda for themselves, period. They lack empathy. So here are some signs in relationships. They lack empathy. They do not apologize. Um, and they do not care about how you feel only about how they feel the relationship. Don't, don't miss this one. Y'all they don't care about you. They only care about what, how the relationship benefits them. These are signs of people who are narcissists. Did that make sense? All right. So this is very uh, this is this is going to be very difficult to hear because some people may say I'm a narcissist or the person that I just uh, kissed and had sex with are they are narcissistic people at their car at their core. Um, Narcissists are not loyal. They throw temper tantrums when they cannot get their way. They are very superficial. Remember when they were growing up, possibly parents were telling them, you got to look the best. So get this, y'all. Narcissistic people are very superficial. So you can know that you are um, that you may be dating a narcissist when a person uh, they are all, they are very, very concerned with dating someone that looks good. They ha- hear me. They are only concerned with dating someone that looks good. They love, they have to be with someone that's eye candy. They have to look, they have to be with someone that makes them look, look good. They do not care about how you make them feel just about the external presentation. So they care nothing about you. They are very charming, but they are extremely superficial. So everything has to look a certain type of way. Here are some really, really good signs that you're in a narcissist. Number one, they are excessive in bragging. They are excessive. They are excessive in bragging. So what that means is this on a date, they always talk about themselves. Narcissistic people, they in conversations, they dominate the conversation and it's always about them. They don't know. It's interesting to me. I'm not saying this is a narcissistic person, but here's the characteristic trait that I, here's a characteristic that I do not like. I do not like when you are talking to a person and you're sharing with them about something going on with you. They don't know how to have the conversation without uh, relating to something that happened to them. I, it it kills me every time you're talking to somebody and it's automatically, uh, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, what's going on with you? I'm doing my schoolwork. Yeah, I'm doing my schoolwork too. And it's hard. And then before you know it, 10 minutes in the conversation, they, 
Hear me. And some of you all are like that. You are a person. You don't know how to you don't know how to uh, actively listen to a person without making something about you. It takes a discipline and a skill to get on the phone and call a person, say, hey, what's going on? And they say, I mean, I had a hard day at work and you not say me too. Mine was hard. Let me tell you what happened. Narcissistic people, narcissistic people, they are excessive and obsessive in their bragging. Everything is about them and they they are bragging about their accomplishments, bragging about what they do. And when you are dating the person, when you come home, nothing get this. Nothing is that you will you will find that they are not invested in your success. Just making sure you're invested in theirs. Help me with my business. Help me with my school. Be in my just everything I have going on. You have to. And if you show any type of inkling of getting them to be involved in what you're doing, they will downplay it and they will be angry that you are not that you're they will call you selfish. And we'll talk about that in a minute. They will call you selfish. We'll call. We'll tell you what that is in a minute. But that's sign number one. Number two, they are get this self-centered. Self-centered. They disregard other people's thoughts, other people's feelings, possessions, time, get this, and physical space. Self-centered. They do not have any type of consideration or sensitivity to any per- any other person. Everything is about them. Number three, now, I just said it, narcissists, they dominate conversations. Hmm. Number four, narcissistic people, they are constantly seeking attention. They get their meaning from people needing them. They get their, 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 the, their existence is about people needing them. Number five, they don't have any long-term friends. If you dig deeper into their connections, they do not have a lot of long-term friends. You know why? Not because people don't like them, but because they get rid of people who stop investing in them. Everybody is a pawn. Mm. Number six, here's one. Now get this. You would just say, you know, oh, that's childish, but it's not. They pick on you. They pick on you. And it's not joking. They're not joking, trying to be funny. They literally pick on you to the place where you feel bad about yourself and they don't care. They're constantly criticizing everything about you. And there are people who are victims to narcissistic people that their partners in this world, partners will literally pick on them to the place where they're, they, they make people cry. Number seven. They think they're right about every single thing. Why? So that their esteem, get this, they think they're right about every single thing and they never apologize. They think they're right about every single thing and they never apologize. So remember I told you that narcissistic people will never, ever, if they don't have sympathy and they don't think they're wrong, so they will never apologize. In a relationship, if you are in a relationship and no one ever says I'm sorry, someone may be a narcissist. Number eight, they gaslight. Mm. Now, some people say gaslighting. They don't know the real definition of gaslighting. They use it incorrectly. Gaslighting is simply this, y'all. 
denying another person's reality. All right, so let me give you some examples. Gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse in which a person or group causes someone to question their own sanity, memories, or perception of reality. So let me give you a really good example. You may be the victim of gaslighting when at some point in the relationship, you feel like you need to record conversations because they always say this. I never say it that I don't do that. No, 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 no. Gaslighting is when you say every time we have a debate or an argument and I say, well, you did this and you say that you said that they always say, I don't do that. I didn't say that. To the place where you say the only way to get through to them is to record what they said to prove it. Here's a problem with recording. A narcissistic person will take what they said and still make you feel like that's not what they said. They make you feel like your reality is not a reality at all. They make you feel insane. Mm. What y'all think? Now, does gaslighting mean a person is a narcissist? No. That just may be, gaslighting can come from a, a variety of issues, but it is included in the characteristic of, the characteristics of a narcissist. All right, let's talk about it. How do you deal with a narcissistic person? Number one, don't allow anyone to abuse you ever. Do not allow anyone to abuse you ever. Do not ever allow anyone to abuse you. Number two, look for real openness to change. So hear me. When a person is a narcissist, if you are dating that person, I highly recommend that you find an exit. If you are married to that person, that does not give you a reason unless you are in some type of abusive situation, then you have to look, you have to fight and walk with that person through that because it is a condition. All right. It's, it's a condition. This is, this is a personality of a person. And just like a person may have any other issue, this is something that you have to walk with this person through. So number one, do not ever allow abuse. Number two, look for openness uh, of changing. So if you have had a conversation with a person and a person is finally willing to make some changes, then you look for that to help to, to start the process of walking with that person through that. Number three, change your response. 
responses. Uh, what I mean by that is this. Do not respond the same. Do not argue. Do not uh, feed into the the narcissistic tendency. So if a person says uh, you always do that, if you if a person says you always do that, you always do that, then change your response and turn in, instead of feeding. No, I don't. No, I don't. You did this. Hey, stop the conversation and say, we will talk when you're ready to hear me and listen. Did that make sense here? We will not have this conversation until you're ready to hear me and listen. Because if a person is constantly trying to flip everything on you, then that means they're not ready to listen. Because relationship is about hearing, get this, you all, you can't tell me I'm wrong for feeling sad. It's a true feeling of mine. So if I say you made me sad when you joked on A, B, C, and D, your response in this relationship, your response, your responsibility is to have the response of I'm sorry for making you feel that way because you have a right to feel. So until a person is ready to have that conversation, you do not continue to argue with the narcissist. You stop the conversation immediately and say, we will have this conversation when you're ready and you're open. You're ready to listen to me and you're open to what I have to say. All right. Number four. Boundaries, 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 and more boundaries. Boundaries meaning this, and this is really important uh, as I end this. This is really important. Um, There's only so much that I hear me. I don't care. You're still a human being in a relationship. There's only so much. You have a right to say, I'm not willing to go that far in this investment. All right. For for example, um, especially people who are dating. uh, Do you know when you're not married, you're not obligated to help people build their businesses? When you're not married, hello, when you're not married, you're not obligated to help be, help people build any endeavor. Mm. I'm going to say that one more time. When you're not married, I don't have to stop my life to help you build yours. When we're dating, we're, I'm going to build whatever the devil I want to build. And I have a right to say, hey, I can help out with this, but there are boundaries. So you don't get all of my time. You don't get all of my talent. You don't get all of my resources. I don't have to. I don't have to allow. Get this, y'all. Hello. I don't have to allow you to come and live with me and stay with me for days and days at a time. And then when I say, hey, you know, uh, uh. Get this. This is what a narcissist. You don't love me. You don't support me. You know, you don't want to be with me. That's what. a No, you've been here for 24 hours. Some of you, you've been here for 72. Go home. But a narcissist will invade a person's space. And when you don't want them in your space, not because you don't want to be with them, but when you want time to yourself, they will flip that and they will make you feel bad for not wanting them to be in your space. Mm. So hear me, victims of narcissists, you can have boundaries. All right, here's a conversation. Boundaries, now standards. When a narcissist is criticizing your weight, criticizing how you look, let me be very clear. In a relationship, ladies, gentlemen, There's a way to say to your partner, they're gaining weight.
You're fat and you're unattractive to me. You're narcissistic. You have no empathy. You don't give a darn about how that made that woman or that man feel. Ladies, you don't please me. I'm not sexually attracted to you. There's a way to say that to a person that you claim you love. Oh, I forgot. A narcissist, you don't love anybody but yourself. So this is what you do if you are a victim of a narcissistic person. You stand and you look at them in the face and you will say to them, do not ever criticize me like that again. Do not ever call me out of my name again. Do not ever tell me that I'm ugly. And if you do, this is the last time you'll hear from me. No, y'all be surprised how many people are dating people with people, married to people, and their significant other says, you're fat. You're not, you're not as attractive as you used to be. Versus saying, yo, babe, look, you're picking up some pounds. Let's get that working. Let's let, let work together on that. All right, cut back on the chicken. You feel me? It tastes good, but look, you know I love you, but I, you know, I want the best for you, babe. So you can say, don't demean me. Don't criticize me. I'll leave this room until you're ready to have a mature conversation. Here's the last one. State expectations. If we're going to continue this relationship, this is what I need. A, B, C, and D. If we cannot meet in the middle, if we can't come to an agreement, I don't know if we can go forward in this relationship. All right. Be patient. Be around other people. Get around new environments. You need some space to breathe from narcissistic people. They can suck the life out of you. And remember this. Their actions are not a reflection of you. You were dating a narcissistic person. That does not mean anything. Something is wrong with you.